0: Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com slash NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Lakshmi Singh. Roughly 300,000 customers on the East Coast have no electricity as a result of some destructive winter storms. Weather forecasters say the worst has passed for most New England residents. But, as NPR's Tovia Smith reports, some areas are seeing flooding
1: from multiple fronts. It's a one-two punch that's causing the flooding, heavy rains, and rapidly melting snow. Some places got a foot and a half this week. A dam north of Norwich, Connecticut, has partially collapsed, resulting in significant flooding from the Yannick River. Norwich Public Utility spokesman Chris Riley says its substation has been taken offline to prevent equipment damage, leaving some 5,000 places without power.
2: So this is a pretty historic event. Some folks say that the, this is as high a water level as they've seen since maybe 1982 or so. Others say it might be as high as uh, during the 38 hurricane. But it's safe to say it's a very significant event in Norwich, Connecticut today.
1: Meantime, Riley says shelters are being prepared as some areas may need to be evacuated. Tovia Smith, NPR News.
0: The U.N. Security Council is taking up a resolution to demand Yemen-based Houthi rebels stop attacking merchant and commercial ships on the Red Sea. The vote follows the heaviest barrage of drone and missile attacks yet by the Iranian-backed group since the start of the Israeli war against Hamas in Gaza. The United States has been trying to keep the war in Gaza from spiraling into a region-wide conflict. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby, we from that today. We're working closely with the U.N. Security Council members uh, to pass a resolution to show international solidarity on this critical issue. The text of that resolution, which will likely be voted on later today, Unequivocally
1: demands that the
0: Houthis cease these attacks. That UN meeting scheduled to take place this hour. A year after Tyree Nichols was beaten to death in Memphis, the Justice Department is releasing new guidance on specialized police units. And Pierre's Kerry Johnson reports the guidance is designed to ensure more accountability following a series of high-profile cases involving black men and women who've died at the hands of police officers. Tyree
3: Nichols suffered a fatal injury in a violent confrontation with five members of the now disbanded police unit known as Scorpion. That unit had been formed to respond to crime hotspots in Memphis. Four of those officers faced state and federal charges at trial set for later this year. Now the U.S. Justice Department is urging police officials to be careful when launching those kinds of specialized units and consider officers' work and complaint history before assigning them there. Community engagement is important, the DOJ report says, and one tragedy can erode trust in all law enforcement. Carrie Johnson, NPR News, Washington.
0: U.S. stocks are trading higher this hour. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up nearly 200 points. From Washington, this is NPR News. Virginia legislators elected their first black speaker today. Jad Khalil of VPM News reports Don Scott overcame more than just racial barriers in his rise to the speakership.
2: Virginia Delegate Don Scott grew up in poverty in Texas, but eventually went to law school. In his last year there, he was convicted of a drug-related offense and then served over seven years in federal prison. Today, he is a partner in a law firm and has won high-profile judgments. In an interview last week, Scott said that his own history of overcoming adversity made politics easy. I used to always say the worst thing that will happen to me will not be losing an election. Scott is a Democrat, and his party also controls the Senate. This legislative session, they're set to clash with Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin over taxes, guns, abortion, and Scott's passion issue, criminal justice reform. For NPR News, I'm Jad Khalil in Richmond, Virginia.
0: Schools and businesses across Ecuador reportedly are closed. Reuters reporting streets in Quito and Guayaquil were quiet this morning in the wake of the government standoff with drug gangs. Today, President Daniel Noboa told Radio Canela his country is at war with criminal gangs accused of killing or kidnapping dozens of police officers and other violence that included seizing a television station live on air yesterday. The country has been under a state of emergency since a notorious gang leader apparently escaped from prison over the weekend. U.S. stocks higher this hour. The Nasdaq is up 131 points, more than half a percent. Same with the S&P 500, up 32 points. You're listening to NPR.